When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly View system, Dion. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to be looking at how the teams lined up for Game Week 31 and discussing the transfer plans and all those good things. Lots to discuss this week. You might recall I'm a Haaland non-owner and there's a huge decision to make this week whether to continue without him and stick to the plan. Before we get into it, here's how my teams lined up for Game Week 31 on So Rare. A few changes to the team made. Decided to get in the limited Salah card, so I can also enter the semi-pro league, which does require one. I brought him in on FPL as well, so I'm backing him all the way, and I will need him for the blank coming up. If you like collectibles, you'll love that aspect of so rare as well, as the cards have scarcity with a set supply. For example, there's only a thousand gold cards per player per season, so I'm happy to have Salah. Anyway, the game's completely free to play, and you can win cards worth money every game week. Click the link at the top of the description to join my league. You can jump in any time, and it's not like joining an FPL season halfway. It also supports the channel, so click the link below to join. So then, as you might recall, the bold decision was made to go about Haaland in Gamic 30, and here's how it played out. It was 49 points, which was a red arrow, but digging deeper is actually quite an unbelievable game week. Going no Haaland meant buying Salah and keeping Tony and Kane, and in the end both Salah and Tony missed a penalty, which has never happened before on my team, two missed in one week. If either penalty goes in, it's actually a green arrow. And unfortunately, Riot also scored an own goal, which was icing on the cake. And many of us Chihuahua owners burned by his cameo off the bench, during which he got booked for a zero-pointer. March was a positive, though, starting him over Matoma, which was also a risky call, given the ownership of Matoma. Rashford was also unbelievable. By half-time, he'd missed three big chances, and Man United had racked up something like 2.5 xG, which is astonishing in one half. So it was a week with a lot of fine margins that would have made No Haaland look perfectly fine, as crazy as it looked on paper. That said, well done if you brought him in or if you captained him. Rashford scoring one of his three big chances, or Salah or Tony not missing their penalty, and it was a nice green arrow. Anyway, decision to make him over to buy Haaland or continue without him. As a reminder, the plan was to free hit in Gamic 34 rather than Gamic 32, hence No Haaland to this point. His effective ownership will probably be around 200% next week. So even if I do get him in and captain him, he'll gain me no rank, so is it worth really consolidating at this rank? Let's have a look at the Gamic 31 team and I'll talk about the transfer plans at the end with two transfers banked. Starting off in goal, and with a choice to make between Raya and Steele, it's Raya who gets the nod for the game against Wolves. This one is close given Chelsea's terrible form and attack. The clean sheet odds marginally favour Brentford with a 27% chance. On the road this season, Brighton have only kept two clean sheets, only Wolves, Leeds and Everton have kept fewer. The back three is Gabriel, Trippier and Chilwell. A call to make on Gabriel versus Sinchenko. I've gone for Gabriel in the hopes of latching onto another nodded goal like back in Gamic 27. 
Arsenal haven't kept a clean sheet for three games in a row now, conceding four over that run. Zinchenko didn't train with the squad earlier in the week. Reportedly, White didn't either to help with their recovery after Liverpool. I imagine they'll both be absolutely fine though. There is the option to bench one of the Brighton mids for double Arsenal defence, which also feels like a close call, but backing an away clean sheet to West Ham, plus benching one of the unpredictable Brighton mids, feel like it could be a bad call. So Tripp is on 170 points now, 44 required to be the top scoring defender ever, so he needs to average 4.9 points per game over the final 8 games. Can he do it? He's got the likes of Spurs, Arsenal and Brighton to face, so it could be close. Chilwell is a planned transfer out, and he did receive a straight red card in the Champions League against Real Madrid, off in the 59th minute. So his minutes should look good in the league, but I'm struggling to see a Chelsea clean sheet this week, so I'm going to take a chance to get rid. More on that later. The midfielders March, Matoma, Rashford and Salah. Madison's away game to Man City does give the opportunity to start both Brighton mids, as opposed to spinning the wheel this week, so they both get the nod. Had Rashford not gotten injured, it would have been a dilemma, but quite happy to play both this week. If we look at points scored this calendar year, you can see just how close they both are. Both with 12 games played each, Matoma's 80 points, March has 76. Both actually outscoring Haaland and Salah this year as well, which is crazy. As it stands, Rashford is top this year with 93 points, but Kane could catch up given Rashford's injury. So just on that, it's now a choice between selling Rashford and selling Madison. This one is team dependent. If you plan to free hit Gamic 32, then it makes sense to sell Madison and hope that Rashford's back in time for Gamic 33 or double Gamic 34 at the latest. In my case, I'm planning to free hit 34, so Madison will come in handy next week and in Gamic 33, where Leicester play against Wolves and then Leeds. Salah gets the vice captaincy. Unbelievably, last match he racked up his highest ever XG in a single match, 2.15 XG. Also unbelievably, Tony racked up even higher, and of course the penalties inflate in those numbers. He was so involved in attack and looked almost like the Salah of old, and as a team, Liverpool racked up 3.96 XG, 8 big chances. If they can attack as well in the next few games, he'll be an absolute gem given his relatively low ownership. The front three is Kane, Tony and Watkins. Kane gets the armband for the Bournemouth game. As we saw on the graphic just now, only Rashford has more points this calendar year. He's netted in his last four games in a row, scoring five goals. Bournemouth's 30.9 expected goals conceded in away games this season is second worst in the league after Everton. Goes about saying that if I go with no Haaland, then Kane has to match him, which is absolutely possible in my opinion. Again, referring back to the earlier graphic this year, Kane has 14 more points than Haaland in only one extra game played. Kane's on 6.7 points per game to Haaland's 6.1. Tony and Kane were many managers make way for Haaland, so if they can deliver again this week, particularly Tony after last week's antics, then there's every chance they can survive this week. Still no news on his potential ban. If anything comes out before the deadline, then the transfer plans will change completely, which I'll talk more about in a sec. Watkins completes the start in 11, in unbelievable form still, and now up to third for points this calendar year. Him and Tony will be very handy to navigate through Game Week 32, where I expect they'll end up in many free-hit drafts anyway. The intention is to match the free-hitter teams, but save the chip. I've got my potential Game Week 32 team to share in a minute as well. On the bench it's Steele, Zinchenko, Botman and Madison. The bench pretty much picks itself this week, Zinchenko or Gabriel are the only 50-50 call. Let's talk about the transfer plans then, two free transfers to spend. The two routes to go is Tony to Haaland and Madison to Andreas. The benefit of this one is that it gets me to Haaland, who at least can't hurt my rank if I captain him. 
The downside is that there's absolutely no rank gain to be had by him in an already poor season by my standards. It also sets me up worse for Gameweek 32 if I don't free hit, or it also sets me up worse for Gameweek 34 if I free hit in 32 because Andreas has a bad double that week. I'd also have to start double Arsenal defence this week or perhaps play Andreas. So the more fun, more risky set of moves is Rashford to Martinelli and Chilwell to Alexander-Arnold. Both will come straight back into the start 11 and set me up extremely well for Gameweek 32. Here's how the team would look for the blank game week. It's more or less a free hit team. The only player I can think of who's really missing is Saka, who I imagine all the free hitters will have. This team is before any transfers as well, so if there's bad turning news, he can make way, or failing that I can roll the transfer and bring Rashford back in Gameweek 33 if he's back, for Martinelli who faces Man City away. Obviously I would be free hitting in Gameweek 34 anyway, so buying Rashford would be optional but it would make sense to take him into the final stretch after double gimmick 34, with Man United expected to double again in 37. I think at the end of the day, it's only a game and my season has been poor, and according to FPL Review, it's been quite unlucky. Last week's minus 69 variance has only gotten worse to minus 84 now. Also, as mentioned last week, breaking even on variance would put me inside the top 100k, let alone positive variance like last season's luck, which was plus 132 variance. I also want to be both entertaining and informing, and if nothing else, this will be a hell of an entertaining game week, going completely against the crowd in Harland. So if it doubles my rank, so be it. If you want to find out how it goes, make sure you subscribe for next week's video. Thanks for watching all the way, and see you soon for the next one. In the final video this week, we'll hear from the experts and everything they're up to this week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.